We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Pro teams have millions to spend, and they don't always spend them wisely. But when it comes to a great shave, you don't have to shell out tons of cash. Harry's saw customers getting ripped off by the shaving industry with overpriced, underperforming products and decided to do something better. They found their own way to make beautifully designed razors for a fraction of the price of the other big brands, so you never wonder if you overpaid. Harry's shaving products look great, and the weighted handle makes shaving feel great too. I like to keep my beard neat, and Harry's always leaves me with a smooth yet crisp shave. Harry's quality is top-notch, thanks to German-engineered blades made in their own factory that stay sharp longer. You can get a five-blade razor, weighted handle, foaming shave gel, and a travel cover for just three bucks at harrys.com slash bluewire. And Harry's has the highest customer satisfaction in the shaving industry, plus a convenient subscription option that you can cancel at any time. Getting the best doesn't mean spending the most when you shave with Harry's. Get started with a $13 trial set for just $3 at harrys.com slash bluewire. That's harrys.com slash bluewire for a $3 trial set. Hey everyone, welcome to the Roto Grinders Morning Grind Podcast. I'm your host, CBTPFL. It's Tuesday, it's December 13th, 2022. Five NBA games to talk about here on today's podcast. I mean, seven and five. It looks like it's going to be a pretty solid week. Um, yeah, here to talk some hoops. We got Tasteful Tides on the podcast with us today. Tim, what's happening, my friend? Not much, Stevie. Just kind of. You know, sweating this late night basketball action, sweating some football. I mean, there's a lot going on tonight, and uh, I'm excited to break down the slate with you. It's a small slate, but there's there's quite a few quite a few stars on the slate, and some really uh, I think fun games to at least watch uh, as a fan of basketball. And it's gonna be I, I'm I'm pretty excited for the slate. It is a really interesting slate, and I mean it cannot can't be worse than like the injury news um that we had on <laughs> monday slate um what a what a gosh i don't even know the way to describe 
Monday slate, but hey, that one's in the books. Um, really hoping that we get some points from Lillard and Anthony Edwards to kind of slam home Monday night slate. But uh, yeah, we're going to get into some hoops. Um, I mean, yeah, you kind of nailed it. Like this slate, it's kind of fun for a five-game slate. Um, only one team on a back-to-back, which is nice, and it's Boston. So it would be really interesting to see you know, what they do. Um, that game's like kicking off as we're starting to record the podcast. So, yeah, yeah, just it's interesting. It's definitely interesting. So let's get into it. We get started here with Sacramento at – Philadelphia, this game has a 228 total, 227 and a half. Some books, most books have it as Philly minus five and a half. So we'll go with a 228 minus five and a half line for Philadelphia. Fox is questionable. Len is out. Maxi is out. I mean, Philadelphia pretty healthy as far as like what we've been kind of expecting from him, them recently. Um, if Fox doesn't play, I mean, that's going to open up some potential news. And this is the lone seven o'clock game. So it's really, the biggest news piece of this game. So uh, what do you like here for the Kings? Yeah. Uh, listening to that line from Vegas that you just uh, said, the minus five, minus five and a half, I think they're assuming that Fox is going to play. I think that line would be a lot higher. Uh, he did practice today. So I think he's going to play. And I actually think that's a good thing um, for, for this game from a DFS perspective. Uh, maybe not on this side of the game, but on the other side. Um, I'm not too keen on paying all the way up to Sabonis. Uh, Fox would probably be a pretty decent contrarian play at 8,300, but this the spot is not that great. Um, if I want any kind of exposure to this game, I think it's going to be Keegan Murray, just because the minutes and the price are so good. Um, but really not that interested in this side really yeah i mean fox would have to be out for me to start getting interested in, in the kings you know mitchell sabonis definitely averages a, a lot of fantasy points per minute uh, malik monk at 5100 would be a solid play um if we got news that like fox wasn't going to play still only played a few minutes uh was it 23 minutes the other night shot three of 15 um so you're hoping for a little bit better shooting from Monk. Uh, Kevin Herter, he's going to chuck. He's 5,500. He is someone that has six to seven X type of upside at 5,500. So I don't hate that. Uh, don't mind the Murray call. His minutes seem very kind of, I mean, rotational here recently. So if we're going to get 27 to 32 minutes most nights from Keegan Murray, he definitely has some upside to pay that off. So, a lot more interest in this game if Fox sits. If Fox plays, probably not playing Fox. 8,300, I mean, you could make an argument for playing Fox um, in that scenario, but he really hasn't had, like, a blow-up game. Uh, just kind of playing role player to Sabonis. Sabonis at 9,400 on a five-game slate. Raw points are going to matter, but with that said, Giannis, Embiid, LeBron, Anthony Davis, Curry, Tatum, Harden, Williamson. It's just, I don't know if I, where I rank Sabonis um, in that like kind of mix. So 
I didn't want to bury the lead, Stevie, but yeah, there's so many other there's so many other uh, pay up options that I'd rather get to. Uh, but yeah, if you're if Fox were to be out, then I think Herder would be my favorite out of the out of the bunch because he can just put up points in so many different ways. Um, yeah, I mean, I I think Fox is gonna play, but yeah, there's I'm not going up to I'm not going up to Sabonis. I highly doubt I'm getting up to Fox because there's just the studs on this slate are there's just plenty of them. Let's go to the Philadelphia side of this game. Um, what do you like here for the 76ers? Well, I'm, I, that's one of the reasons why I'm hoping Fox does play because this, it's, this game shouldn't necessarily be a blowout, where if I think if Fox sits, it will be, and I want to get all the minutes from Embiid that I can get. Um, this guy is just on fire right now, and I don't think this is, this is the matchup where he slows down. So as long as this game can stay somewhat competitive, I see no reason to to fade him. I mean, he's he's just, you know, he's putting up 69, 59, 62, 76 fantasy points. Um it's just this is he's he's on a roll right now and I think I don't think there's anything's going to stop him in this matchup. For what it's worth, I think he plays I really do think Fox plays. Um, yeah, I do too. I do too. So, I mean, he returned to practice Monday. I think all signs kind of point to him playing. Um, yeah, I I don't know. Philadelphia side, I feel like if you're playing and beating hard or Harden, you're kind of hoping the game stays close. So where am I getting my exposure to Sacramento? Harden at 9,700. Him and Embiid, they have similar type of ceilings. Embiid's probably a little bit higher nowadays than Harden ceiling-wise when they're both active. They both have really an incredible upside. Um, so I, I think I would – I think I would – man, it's so tough. Um, I think I would rank Embiid over Anthony Davis and Sabonis as, like, the top center play on the slate. Um so that's, I mean, that's kind of where I'm at. Um, yeah. And then, what about yeah. what about Giannis though? Hey, you play him at power forward. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I don't. I mean, looking at the slate as a whole, kind of looking at the studs as a whole. My initial thought is Curry's my favorite was my initial thought, because I, I feel like if that game stays close, Curry's just going to have to have a monster game. Um, yeah. But it's it's really hard not to love Zion at 9,500 when you're getting the discount. Yeah. So I, I'm I, glad yeah. you brought him up, because he's he was going to be kind of my sneaky stud, but maybe he's not going to be that sneaky. But I look at all these, like, you know, MVP candidates for $2,000 more, and then I'm sit, sitting there looking at Zion, I'm like, this guy is just insane right now and that's he's kind of the guy that i was really wanting to play also yeah um for me i really like i said i I really think like it's it's going to be tough not to get a lot of exposure to to zion and it really at the end of the day is going to depend on whether or not like people from boston sit or not um in the game against the lakers so 
All right. Um, yeah, I think that's it. I don't really have anything else to add. I mean, you could take some shots on Melton. He's he's shown some really solid upside. I don't think like a lot of people will be playing him on this slate. And I mean, he he's shown that like he has no problem with putting up seven to ten three pointers a night. And you know, when he catches fire, like he did the other night against the Lakers and made what was it, sixty seven percent or sixty six percent or whatever it was, um, shooting like twelve of them. Like, listen, those are the nights that he's going to crush. So. All right, we got I, like Golden State. Call, I like that call quite a bit. Sorry. Yeah, go ahead. No, no, go ahead. No, you're good. Uh, Golden State at Milwaukee taking on the Bucks. 227 and a half total in this game. The Bucks, a three and a half point favorite. This is going to be a good basketball game. Um, as far as injury news goes, Wiggins is still out. Drew Holiday is questionable, which could be a huge upgrade for Curry um, if Drew wasn't going to play in this one. So, I mean, talking about the Golden State side first, I kind of already said it. I feel like if this game stays close, we're going to see a big night from Curry. Um, is that enough? Is that enough at 10-8? It's tough to say. You know, he shot lights out against Boston. He was filling the stat sheet and put up 53. Is 53 enough at 10-8 on a slate, like a five-game slate? Usually, yes. On this slate, there's so many studs that it's tough. It, it really is. Um Clay's price has come up to 6,800. I still like it. I still think he is someone that has seven type, seven X type of upside. Jordan Poole probably in play. I don't know if he's my favorite. He should continue to get over 30 minutes with um, Wiggins out. So, yeah, I mean, that's kind of what I'm looking at for Golden State. Those three guys. Um, I mean, Draymond's probable. He's 6K. This is a type of game where I feel like him and Giannis could get after each other and, like, we could see a, a decent game. Um, I mean, with Draymond probable, I think, you know, we're we're out of the Kaminga business and we're <laughs> out of the Looney business. Um, so I, I really I really think you're kind of looking at the three studs here from Golden State and Draymond in a large field tournament at 5K. Yeah, so – I. Personally, I don't think 53, 55 out of Curry is going to be enough on this slate. That's just my opinion. Just with all the other, you know, huge studs that we have, I think you're going to need to get well over 60 out of these, you know, 10, 8, 11K guys. Um, my favorite play in this game uh, or on this side is definitely going to be Clay. Uh, I think he's got serious 50-plus upside in this game. Um, I think he will not garner very much ownership either. Um, so I really like that he has that kind of ceiling at what I would expect to be extremely low ownership. And I agree with you with Draymond. This feels like this could be a Draymond a game, so I don't mind going a little two-man here with like Draymond and Clay on the same team. Yeah. I mean, if you're not going Curry. Right. So, I, I mean, the, the second question of this game is who are we running it back with on the Milwaukee bucks? And I mean, the easy answer is just saying Giannis, but Giannis has not scored over 70 since October 26th. And, and like, he is consistently putting up 50 to 60 plus point games um he's back under 12k 
it, it's just he really hasn't had that like monster 70 plus point ceiling and fading Giannis has been like beautiful here for the last month or so um what are your thoughts here on Milwaukee it's just that you know Golden Golden State plays at the third fastest pace in the whole NBA and so this is this is a pretty big pace up spot for Milwaukee and that's that kind of just makes me really want to play Giannis. And it's a close spread. Um, he should get his full allotment of minutes. I think that people will look at his game logs and be like, he hasn't put up a huge game. So I I, I really like him. Um, but do I like him more than Embiid? You know, do I like him more than some of the other guys in the late game? I'm not sure quite yet. I'm I'm leaning I'm leaning in bead right now, but I think my second choice would be on it. My my thing my my question um, is if Drew sits. Yeah, if that that changes a lot. Yeah, if Drew if Drew sits, then I think you'd almost have to you know that would that would put Giannis to to number one. I mean that 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 makes a big that makes a big difference for this whole game. Yeah, I, it does. Um, you wouldn't think it does, but it does. It makes it. I mean, everyone would think it does. I didn't mean it that way. I just meant like in the large portion of the slate, you know, Giannis is someone who, in I think it was I looked it up earlier. I think it was like 280 minutes or so. Um, a slight usage bump at 1.7. Give him the pace bump. He's averaging 1.7 fantasy points per minute. Um, the, the upside in the ceiling is there. It just it really hasn't been there at all. So it's it's still tough. Um, we got a question in YouTube chat. Yeezy wants to know, do we think Middleton sits? Um, as of right now, the NBA injury report has him as probable with the ankle injury. Um, it was an ankle sprain. So it, it's tough, right? Because you know you have to have to kind of go by what the injury report says. It is the night before, um, but usually you know those are teams submitted. So I'm going to assume right now Middleton plays. Minutes wise, we saw him get up to around 30. I would expect him to get back into that 30 range. He's 6K. Don't hate it. Don't love it. Um, if Drew sits, I think Pat Connington at 3400 is an excellent tournament play. I could see him kind of closing over like Javon Carter. Um, and I think Javon Carter, we get the ownership over him, especially if Drew sits. So usage in fantasy point per minute, like those guys aren't great. I just, I would try to take the ownership with Cunnington over Carter. Don't forget about Bobby Portis too. I think that this could end up being a really good Bobby Portis scheme, especially if this is a real fast up and down close scheme. I, and he's only 5,600. And if Holiday sits, that's just more opportunity for him. Where even if he's, you know, I, I always prefer Portis coming off the bench. So, you know, let him just run that second unit. I think he's a really going to be going to be a pretty sneaky play for a large field tournament. And, you know, you need to find guys like that on a short slate. Like we might not have what we saw tonight, you know, we might not have that, you know, all this value opening up. So you have to kind of take chances on these guys who are kind of in the mid range coming off the bench. And Portis is that type of player that I'd want. 
We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. All right, we got Phoenix at Houston. This game is currently at 226. Phoenix Suns, a five and a half point favorites on the Phoenix side. Devin Booker out. Cam Johnson out. Washington out. And then on the Houston side, Tate remains out. But obviously, some of the biggest news that we have on the slate is no Devin Booker. He's 9,300. Phoenix is kind of cheap. They're, they're kind of cheap, and they're going to be a team, I think, that gets pretty pretty good ownership. Um, like, Chris Paul is 6,200. Bridges is 6,100. Um, yeah, I mean, Payne is 5,200. Like, these guys are cheap. They're going to be popular. Um, it's really just kind of figuring out how to approach it here with no Cam Johnson. Um, I mean, he's listed as out right now, so assume that he doesn't play. Um, and no Devin Booker. I mean, we run we run court IQ, and it's telling us, like, Cameron Payne, 1.3 fantasy points per minute. DeAndre Ayton, almost 1.5 fantasy points per minute. But a lot of that, like, minutes were without Chris Paul. So it's it gets, like, it's a sticky situation because, I mean – does Aiton crush as much with Chris Paul on the floor? Maybe. And it's Houston. We were talking about like ranking centers, and here we go. We got a guy that's a little bit cheaper than those top end guys that have a ton of upside. And I mean, this game in general is just fantastic. I don't know how you get away from Chris Paul. I know he's not the same guy, but I mean, this matchup is too too good. The the minutes are going to be there. He's going to be doing everything. Um, I I see no reason, even in, in a large field setting, to to fade him. Like it, it's it's going to be tough to get away from Chris Paul at that price. I that's a really really bad price. I think we should just take advantage of it, move on. A player like Cameron Payne, he he's not shooting guard eligible anymore, which kind of is good and bad. Uh, it's it's not as easy to play him uh, because you have to you know, either use up your guard or, or utility spot on him. Eight, eight is, I mean, I think he's another, another play, but he's again, I think I might prioritize other centers, but I certainly will not, would not blame anybody if they wanted to, to uh, put him in, in any kind of setting that they wanted to play. Uh, but Chris Paul is, 
I would say Chris Paul is the top priority on the slate. Yes. Um, I, I mean, waiting to see like news on Boston and Fox and Drew, but as of right now, as a recording, yeah. I mean, Chris Paul's too cheap. He's too cheap. At the end of the day, he's just too cheap. So ton of interest in Paul. I have a lot of interest in Bridges in this game as well. I think he's someone that could potentially just kind of go overlooked. So, I mean, three or four Phoenix players. Um, he, like I said, Aiton is is fantastic. So I don't think I'd play more than three. Yeah, maybe I was four. Thinking, I think three is kind of where you're I think find four is a, I think four is a stretch. Yeah. So three I hope is, that answers three's, your three's good. question, Ricky. Yeah. Richie. Richie. I don't know why I said Ricky. Richie. Houston side of this game. Do not forget. Do not forget to run it back with the Houston side of this game. If you're going to be playing two or three Phoenix Suns, play some of these Houston guys, whether it be Kevin Porter Jr., whether it be Jalen Green, whether it be Sangoon. Sangoon's 5,800. You can play two centers. So if you want to go with another big uh, big type of center, I mean, definitely get some exposure to Sangoon. Um, don't forget about the Houston side of this game. It's not the juiciest spot ever, but if you're going to be playing all these guys from the other side of this game, run it back. It, it will make your lineups more unique. Jalen, I, I, I kind of want to know who Chris Paul is guarding. Right, whether it be Kevin Porter or Jalen Green, I would assume it's going to be Green, size right. wise. Yeah, that's what I'd assume too. So I guess that I would prefer getting to KPJ uh, over the two, even though I think Jalen is, you know, probably a better player at this point. But uh, I don't want to go up against Chris Paul necessarily. So I think that Kevin Porter uh, would be my priority. Sangoon is fine. Um, his price seems, I mean, that seems like a, seems like there's just pretty soft pricing in some of these games today. Like they priced up the high end studs pretty well, but like this mid range seems pretty soft throughout the slate. So uh, I think that's something to take advantage of for the, for the, uh, today's slate. And then um, KG Martin, I think, might be an interesting play also. I was trying to quickly pull up. Um, I couldn't remember if campaign is a good defender or not. Like we know how bad Houston is guarding the guards, but I couldn't remember if Cameron Payne was a good defender. Now I have to look that up um, tomorrow and see, but yeah. Yeah. Just, I, I'm just more curious than anything else. Um, who was the last person you said? I'm sorry. KJ Martin. Yeah. <laughs> um, 20 to 22 minutes, if he could get some upside at 3,800. Um, he definitely or, has. Or Eric, and, and then, of course, there's Eric Gordon, who plays, you know, 30 minutes a game, but it's still Eric Gordon. You know, like he's not, you know, he's kind of washed up a bit. But I'm just trying to get some kind of cheap run back here. You know, that's kind of what my goal is because, you know, I don't really know if I want to play green and Porter's kind of ex- kind of expensive. I mean, I mean he's priced correctly, I guess. Not expensive, but 
I feel like he's appropriately priced. So I'm trying to find kind of a cheap, cheaper run back. I mean, it could be a sloppier game. So like a Jabari Smith could get steals and blocks. Yeah. Um, he's what, 53? Yeah. Um, power forward eligibility. So, I mean, he, I would play him before I'd go down to like those 3K guys. Um, that's that's I think a good he point. And, more upside. Yeah. And he's, he's getting steady, steady minutes over, you know, over 34 minutes a game. So, yeah, I think that's a better play. Have you ever like had peanut M&Ms and like have a, uh, like, peanuts? <laughs> like, it's the most annoying thing. Like, in it, I've been trying to do it and trying to do it and, um, just can't get it. Someone asked in chat if we think Damian Lee totally, totally was saving him for the morning grind game. But yes, he's one of my favorite tournament plays on the slate. I think he gets um, a lot of run in this game. So there you go. That's why I didn't bring him up. Thanks, Richie. Thanks. Moving on. I'm still going to use him on the morning grind game. And um, if Tim uses him, I'll just mute his mic. New Orleans at Utah is <laughs> where we go. Next, uh, this game, 232.5 total. The Pelicans a two-point favorite. Some books have it at one and a half. Bet MGM is that, that some book. Um, and FanDuel has it at minus two and a half. So, I mean, anywhere from one and a half to two and a half New Orleans. I mean, go on Bet MGM right now if you're listening to this podcast live and just take that minus one and a half. That line seems ridiculous. Um Love New Orleans minus one and a half in this game. That just seems so fishy, doesn't it? I was <laughs> like, how is – I mean, I don't know. Something's up with this game. It seems really fishy. But uh, anyway, on the New Orleans side, Ingram's out. On the Utah side, Sexton's out. We we know um, – I mean, gosh, I don't even like – the only reason that I would be like, oh, I don't think this like line hits is if like Zion sits and – don't, I, there's been no like news or anything like that. So yeah, this is this is a juicy game. We kind of already talked about like Zion at 9500 being one of the best point per dollar plays on the slate. CJ McCollum finally, finally had the night. He finally shot the basketball well. 54% from the field the other night. Put up 29 extra points, 49 fantasy points. Valanciunas' minutes are still kind of all over the place, and it's really hard to kind of lock him into anything. Um, Trey Murphy's price is kind of right. Fantastic matchup for New Orleans. Utah is not a good defensive team. Utah plays really fast. I mean, this is a fantastic spot for New Orleans. Um, I love Zion in this game. Like I said, he's one of my favorite plays, but I'm definitely going to be getting some C.J. McCollum exposure as well. Yeah, and, you know, I'm starting to see a little bit of a theme here. It's like you've got guys like CJ, you guys got like Zion, Chris Paul, Cameron Payne, Aiton, um, you know, kind of this little bit more expensive end of the mid-range, um, not these premier studs. And you can build like these really, really nice teams without even playing anybody over 10K. You know, um, that's kind of... I'm starting to build a lineup right now with just some Suns and some Pelicans just to see what I can get. And uh, it's it's really nice. It's really easy to do. So that could be, I mean, if we don't end up getting a ton of value, it doesn't end up being like a Stars and Scrubs type slate. You know, you might not have to force uh, in any, any high-end stud because you've got such a loaded kind of balanced build already. 
Pro teams have millions to spend, and they don't always spend them wisely. But when it comes to a great shave, you don't have to shell out tons of cash. Harry's saw customers getting ripped off by the shaving industry, with overpriced, underperforming products, and decided to do something better. They found their own way to make beautifully designed razors for a fraction of the price of the other big brands, so you never wonder if you overpaid. Harry's shaving products look great, and the weighted handle makes shaving feel great too. I like to keep my beard neat, and Harry's always leaves me with a smooth yet crisp shave. Harry's quality is top-notch, thanks to German-engineered blades made in their own factory that stay sharp longer. You can get a five-blade razor, weighted handle, foaming shave gel, and a travel cover for just three bucks at harrys.com slash bluewire. And Harry's has the highest customer satisfaction in the shaving industry, plus a convenient subscription option that you can cancel at any time. Getting the best doesn't mean spending the most when you shave with Harry's. Get started with a $13 trial set for just $3 at harrys.com slash bluewire. That's harrys.com slash bluewire for a $3 trial set. Yeah, um, I mean, there we've already talked about some value plays. You got Najee Marshall um, for New Orleans as well with Ingram out. He's, he's been over that 24-minute mark in each of the last four points or four games. For some reason, they're not pricing him up. He's actually come down after having good games. So he's going to be a chalky value play. Um, I mean, I definitely don't mind taking some some tournament shots on him in this one. Um, I'm just I'm a little concerned about like if his ownership gets too high. Larry Nance is coming off of a couple good games as well. Um, I mean, Nance is like forcing Valanciunas off the floor. And I mean, foul trouble is also forcing Valanciunas off the floor. But hear me out on this really quick. Do we really think Valanciunas is going to guard Clarkson or not Clarkson, Olenek in this game? Or is this a game where we could potentially see like Nance play more to match up with Kelly O more? So maybe we should be looking at Nance at 4,400 being a little bit more mobile um, than Valanciunas. So yeah, I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't put it past like Larry Nance to to end up getting like another thirty minute game here tonight at forty four hundred and continuing to crush. I mean, again, this game's fantastic. If you get this game right, you're gonna you're gonna succeed on this slate. Yeah, and I, I agree with that call about Larry Nance. It's just, is is the coach actually gonna do that? You know, like that makes a ton of sense. You know what you're saying, put me in, but coach. I just. I'm ready. Right. Give my clip right. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's, <laughs> um, I can see you out there with a clipboard, you know, yelling at the guys from the bench. You know, I could see that. That might that might be a new role for you. I've looked at <sighs> so much data over the years. Like, put me in, coach. I'm ready. So. Um. But yeah, I I'm sure Val Chus is gonna play. You know his normal minutes, unless he gets into foul trouble. I would like to say that you're right. I don't necessarily want to bet on that, though, but I would I would love to play Larry Nance in this game. I, I hope that's what they do, and I hope that you're right, but I don't know. Um, I mean, the other side of this game, the Utah side, Markinen expected back. He's cheap for, like, his potential ceiling. He's 7,900. Um. I mean, they played once already this year. He put up 56 fantasy points in that game. So, like, he has the ceiling. Like, you were talking about, we could get 
two to four of these like higher mid-range type plays stay out of those studs and just kind of make our lineups a little different um, that way. So I don't hate playing marketing at 7,900. I'm a little concerned about like Clarkson's shot attempts. You know, they live in that like 15 to 18 range when marketing's playing um, on average. So we probably don't see that. Um, yeah. I mean, the Utah side is good too. You know, Sexton being out, definitely Mike Holland came back the other night and played 25 minutes. Maybe he plays a few extra minutes in this game as well. Um, and they, they rested him over the weekend. So, yeah, I mean, if you're not thinking he plays a ton of minutes, Alexander Walker could be in that, like, role to get some minutes. Um, he's played really well here recently, you know, especially in the game that Sexton and Colony, Colony, Conley sat. Um, what are your thoughts here on Utah? Yeah, I, I would love I would love to play Lori Marketing as part of like a game stat type uh, play, like do a CJ McCollum Zion, uh, Lori Marketing type build. Kelly Olenek, I think is kind of kind of interesting. Um, I'd even go with uh with even uh, Vanderbilt maybe. So I think that you kind of want to. Uh, I think there's they're they're good kind of mix and match pieces if you're building multiple teams to sprinkle in some of these guys. I don't have a ton of conviction necessarily about who my favorite would be, but I think you're gonna want a a, a piece of of this team. Yeah, I, I mean, I think this whole game you want to circle this game. I think this game has a ton of potential. I think it has a ton of upside. And again, if you are in a state where you can bet and you're listening to the podcast live, I really like Pelicans minus one and five, minus one and a half um, on <laughs> betting GM. I think that line is a little too low. We finish out the slate with Boston Adelaide taking on the Lakers, 233 and a half total, the highest total on the slate. Celtics, a three and a half point favorite. It will be a back to back for the Celtics. They ran out their normal lineup um, on Monday night. Again, that game is just kind of getting kicked off, so we'll have to wait and see. If anything comes out of that game, um, I mean, they've definitely rested some guys on back-to-backs this year, so I wouldn't be shocked if that happens. Uh, we do know Al Horford's not going to play. He won't be back until Friday, the team said, so we know we'll be without Al Horford. Um, I mean, initial thoughts on this Boston team, assuming everyone plays, and then if you want to talk about scenarios where people are out, but I feel like if Tatum sits, you play Brown. If Brown sits, you play Tatum. If Brown and Tatum sit, you play all the Marcus Smart, Brogdon, White that you can handle. Um, I mean, there it is. There's I just summed up if everyone if, if people sit type of scenario. So talk to me as everyone's playing here, Tim. The issue the issue for me is if if everyone's playing, I don't have a ton of interest. Um, because as as amazing as Tatum is, as amazing as Jalen Brown is. I and on such a short slate, I can name four or five, six better players that I think are are better in the 11k range that are better in the 9k range. So um, I'm not that thrilled with this situation with Boston. Um, this is not. I'm not jumping to the window to play. You know, you know, put my money on these guys. So um, if anything. 
I would rather, if everybody plays, I would like to take some cheaper shots and some salary-saving type guys like a Derek White or a Malcolm Brogdon as I need them in certain lineups. But I'm not gonna. I'm really not prioritizing Tatum or Brown, if assuming that they're both in. Yeah, I mean, if everyone plays, I'm kind of with you. I don't think it is the best. I mean, the thing is, like when the Lakers have been healthy this season, they've actually been a pretty decent defensive team. Um, Boston ranks inside the top ten defensive rating. And with the Boston team being on, like, the second half of the back-to-back, I mean, the Lakers play at the fastest pace in the NBA. Um, so, I mean, could this game get a little bit sloppier for the, from the Boston side? Maybe. Um, so, if everyone plays, I think my favorite play would be Jalen Brown from Boston if I'm, if I'm playing someone from Boston. Yeah, that's kind of what I'm thinking. Um, I also – Man, Blake Griffin, I, I forgot to mention him on the podcast yesterday. He's been playing some really interesting minutes. Um, I thought about mentioning him. I didn't I didn't have I wasn't brave enough to mention him, Stevie. Yeah, well. Um, <laughs> listen, I've I've <laughs> I've done crazier things. But I mean he he drew the start on Monday night. Um I, I, I was a little shocked by that, so I just I wish know. he was power. I just wish he was power forward center. I, I know. Hate, what I, I, doing I, I hate. I hate wasting. I hate wasting his center spot on him. That's why I can't. I can't play him. That's why I didn't say anything about him. If he was power forward center, I would have said something. But I can't. I just can't waste the center spot on him. We should all email um, DraftKings and be like, "You have him listed as a power forward on DK Live. Why is he a center right. on your website?" <laughs> Um, let's go to the Lakers side of this game. I mean, Andy Davis has the ceiling to break any slate and he has been playing fantastic. He looks, he looks fantastic when he's out there and he's healthy. I mean, LeBron has been consistent. He's a lot cheaper than Anthony Davis in this spot. Tough defensive matchup, but I mean, the Lakers are really going to try to push the pace in this game. Um, so, I mean, I could see like LeBron or, or Anthony Davis kind of benefiting from that. But, I mean, the cheap options, I feel like we're going to have better cheap options. Um, you know, Schroeder is playing minutes. He's just not shooting. He's kind of in this role, and he seems very happy with the role that he's he's in right now. Um, I mean, the same with, like, Patrick Beverly. His upside is in his defense. Um, yeah, I mean, I, if I'm playing the Lakers, maybe this game is just one of those games where – if you're building 20 teams, you get three or four like Tatum, LeBron, Tatum, Anthony Davis, Anthony Davis, Jalen, LeBron, Jalen type of stacks. Because, I mean, yeah. you're just hoping that you get the right piece right kind of game. But, I mean, overall, I mean, there's so many good spots in this slate. I just don't see myself ending up on these guys. Nothing sticks out other than AD is just a monster, you know. But this this is a horrible matchup. Celtics are the best defensive team, best overall team in the NBA, in my opinion. Uh, it's just not, you know, this is not a spot that I want to attack. This is not a spot where I want to roster a player who's 11-1 when I could roster Embiid against the Kings for 11-7 or Giannis or Curry, um, Zion for cheaper. You know, it's there's 
this this falls this game really for me is my least favorite out of the bunch for DFS purposes. I can't wait to watch it, but as a resident of New England, I can't wait to watch this game. But <laughs> I I'm I'm not I don't think I'll be playing anyone in DFS from it. Um, let's play the morning grind game and then we will get out of here. Favorite play under 5,000 to go 7x. Who do you got today? Under 5,000 to go 7x. Uh, I'll go Keegan Murray. I like that. Um, yeah, I mean, I already kind of said this. I love Najee Marshall at 3,700. I think he has the upside and the ceiling to go 7x at 3,700. So, already mentioned it. Over 8K to go under 5x. Who is your bust today? Um, LeBron. Oh, no. He's over. Oh, under 8K. Uh, no, over oh, 8K. Bust. Over 8K. Over 8K, LeBron. Yeah. It's like meant to be like your expensive um, bust type of play. Yeah, LeBron. Um, man, there's so many good plays today. I'm going to go Sabonis, but I think he gets there. I, I just don't see myself ending up on him. So I'm going to go Sabonis. He's been playing fantastic for what it's worth. Um, favorite 6X play. Price doesn't matter. All right. So the right answer is Chris Paul, but I'm going to go Zion. Yeah. I like it. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna go a little off the board and say DeAndre Ayton. Um, he's someone that I, I, like I that. think I'm gonna end up on a lot on the slate. So I love. I mean, the Suns tomorrow are so that game is so nice. Let's get weird. GBP play of the day. Who do you got? Who's getting weird today? Uh. I don't know how weird he's going to be, but I like him to be optimal is Draymond. All right. I mean, it's a five-game slate, so you don't have to be yeah, uh, super weird. So I'm going to go Larry Nance Jr. My philosophy does not change. I could see this game going a little bit smaller. Um, it, I mean, they're not married to Valanciunas at all. So I'm going to go Larry Nance Jr. Um, picking up. 28 minutes. I'm going to hit the minutes on the dot. 28 minutes, 41 fantasy points. At He's he's going to be really close to 10x. So. I like it. Any bets standing out to you here the night before? Um, I think even on the second night of back-to-back, I think Celtics handled the Lakers pretty easily. Yeah, I mean, I already kind of New Orleans minus one and a half seems like a a, a line you want to jump all over all over in this one. So uh, someone's got to be sitting. Vegas must know something in that game. Yeah, I mean they're on the road. Yeah, maybe why, but um, I had nothing else. I mean, the morning grind game, um, sleeper fantasy plays. I will post in the grinders chat there's just not a lot of lines out right now um i was going to do something with deandre ayton but i couldn't really find something that i wanted to pair with here night before there's just not a lot so i'm gonna 
post that in the squad chat if you haven't already. Promo code GRINDERS gets you a 100% deposit bonus up to 100 bucks, and, and you get put in the chat. If you're already a member, join by just clicking the link in the Roto-Grinders podcast description. It's like rotogrinders.com slash sleeper or sleeper.com slash. I should know this, but I don't. So just go to the description of the podcast. Click the bottom, and then you can join the squad that way. Um, I'm posting stuff in there all the time. So, yeah. <laughs> There's a little button that says join the RG squad. Just click that. So, hope everyone has a fantastic Tuesday. We'll be back Wednesday talking more hoops. Tim, thanks for joining us. We'll see you all again tomorrow.